All right, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, State Line J. You're listening to Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. Shout out to the YouTube viewership, as well as everybody that's listening on iTunes or Google Play, wherever you may be. Thank you for checking in with your boy, State Line J. Now, first off, before I really get into what we're talking about on this episode, I want to apologize to the subscribers and listeners and fans that that we have accumulated over the last couple years uh, because, you know, it's been a lot of changes to the show, and when I originally came up with the concept of Hot 16, uh, you know, it was always a dream to kind of be something that I did with, uh, you know, some of the homies, and um, life has kind of forced me to go on this journey solo now, um, but in the future, obviously, I will have some people in here. I do want to thank, you know, Sorrell, uh, Kane. Ace, Ariella, everybody I've had on this show over the years, we are all still good. And um, when time permits and when life permits, I I definitely want to have them back in here and discuss some of the things together because, you know, I I had good chemistry with all of them. And um, and I know that you guys enjoyed me having people in here to to talk to. But right now, you know, like I said, life has kind of transpired to the the point where, you know, it's taken me from – uh, Vegas, where we originated, uh, to here in, in LA, um, to back in Vegas, to back to LA. And so I've kind of been all over the place, um, for multitude of different reasons. And I wanted to still provide this show because I think, um, you know, I think I have good content for you guys. I think I have a good opinion and, and a pulse on the, on the industry right now and on music. And I love to talk, talk about it. And I didn't want to stop the show just because of location or, or the inability to have a consistent co-host, mainly because of my life. My, my life is, has been changing so rapidly, and I don't want to get too deep into it. But it's kind of put me in a position where I kind of had to go down this journey by myself for now. And I wasn't going to do it. You know, it was a friend of mine that um, listens to the show and listens to the podcast. And she said, I think you should just try doing it by yourself. And I kind of thought about it for a second. I was like, nah, nobody want to hear that. Nobody wants to hear that. But then she's like... No, like people like to listen to some podcasts with just one one voice. And so I thought a little bit more about it and I said, you know what? I think I can try that. I think I can maybe deliver some good content for you guys uh, by myself. And from time to time, have some people that come in here um, and talk to me and argue and debate uh, hip hop with me. And I still want to do some other things that I have planned um, that that require like a group effort. So um, stay tuned in and you will get. Um, a variety of different content from me. Now, what you can expect going forward, um, because it is just me and I don't have to rely on anybody else's schedule, uh, you are going to get a podcast from me um, every Tuesday. Um, In the past, you know, I think we were releasing them on Wednesdays and I want to start releasing this every Tuesday. Now, I'm recording this on a Friday and due to the the topic, I may put this out sooner. So this may be out like immediately. because I am excited to talk about this, but if not, you will get a podcast every Tuesday. Now, in conjunction with that, for those that haven't been really aware of what I've been up to, um, you can follow me on Instagram at StatelineJ, all one word, no underscores, no periods, no none of that. Excuse me. And on there, you'll kind of get an idea of what else I'm working on. So I do have um, a website called youeverheardof.com. On this website, uh, you know, I'm discussing some of the up and coming underrated artists that people may not know that they need to know. And that was a huge segment on the show in the past that we would do and we would discuss new artists for people to check out. So I wanted to 
turn that into a full-fledged website, which I have done. So on that website, you'll get articles from me, you'll get interviews, and then you'll also get you know, your daily dose of new music, new videos, anything that's happening with, with uh, artists that you may not know you need to know. Now, in addition to that, there's also going to be a monthly playlist that's been going out. And so if you head to the website and subscribe, you can receive that monthly playlist, and it includes some of these artists that are covered on the site. All right. Now, um, in addition to that, uh, you know, I, I'm trying to build this YouTube viewership as well. So you'll get this podcast on YouTube as well as some other things that I'm working on in the future. And so just, you know, I appreciate the patience. I appreciate the interest that everyone's showing. And I'm excited about what what this next chapter might hold. Now, I'm going to get right into it. Now, for the show, what you're going to get is one topic. Because it's just me, one person, um, you're going to get me for the whole duration of the show. And I only want to focus on one thing usually. Sometimes it might be two or three topics, but uh, for the most part today, it's only going to be about one controlled topic. Now, the idea is to keep this show in a 16-minute increment for you uh, so that you can easily consume it and you don't get tired out and bored by my voice. All right? So, um, you know, it's going to be a, pretty much a speed-through podcast going forward um, in shorter segments, but I think you guys will enjoy it. Make sure you leave some feedback and let me know how you feel about the show by by with, with me by myself. And um, you know, try to you know try not try not to be too hard on me. All right, this is only the first show, so give me a couple weeks to get my bearings about me, and um, we can get comfortable together and rebuild this brand and rebuild our relationship as a uh, you know fans of the culture. All right, now I want to talk about Nicki Minaj. You know, from the title of the podcast, you'll see that this is going to be a show dedicated to the quote unquote queen of rap. And I put it in quotes not because I don't think she's the queen of rap. I mean, obviously, she's the most talented and the most um, decorated female MC that we have right now. Uh, but I put it in quotes because, you know, some people may not agree. And I know that she calls herself the queen, and that's the name of this album. So um, no disrespect at all. But I definitely want to talk about the queen of rap right now in her album as well. Um, mainly, we focus on the music here on Hot 16. And going forward, that's what I'm going to always do. But... I want to talk about the insecurities of Nicki Minaj, the insecurities, because I think that's really what's standing out the most over the last not only couple of weeks with this album rollout, but over the last, I would say, year and a half or so. She's just been showing herself to be perhaps one of the most insecure artists we have right now. Now, all artists are insecure to an extent. I'm an artist. You know, obviously, I'm not a rapper like them, but I am an artist in a sense that I'm, you know, releasing this content to you, right? I'm creating a, a podcast. I've created a website. I've created a lot of things that I'm get, giving to the viewing public. And we are all a little insecure about our, our work and our art. I mean, think about when you were in school. I'm sure you were a little insecure about a paper you wrote, right? Or maybe you did a project and you didn't want to present it in front of everybody. We're all a little insecure. We're all worried about what people may or may not say, think, or feel about us. We're all guilty of it. But I think when you're a star to the level and caliber that she is, it shows itself in the most ugly of ways. And a lot of times she's lashing out and she's going off on people and she's, you know, jabbing and attacking other artists and other uh, celebrities and and, um, people in the industry. And it all screams insecurity to me. Now, I listened to the Queen album and... I'll be honest, I have not been the biggest Nicki Minaj fan from the get-go. I you know, I got on, I guess I would say a little late. Obviously, I was aware of her music. Obviously, I was aware of her talent. Um, I think the first time I really appreciated Nicki Minaj, this is random, was on a um, Fab mixtape. 
uh, I want to say it was um, There's No Competition, either one or two. And Fab remade uh, Lemonade by um, Gucci Mane. Um, and I, th- I believe that's the name of the track, Lemonade. I don't know. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's called Lemonade. And she was featured on it. And that was the first time I really heard her really rap. I know she had mixtapes prior to that. But like I said, I caught on a little late. I wasn't really... What wasn't really my jam. I'm not really into that, you know, that her form of rap per se at the beginning of her career. Now, I enjoyed her on that, and that's when I started following along. Now, she obviously released Roman, um, and she had a lot of like, you know, pop records here and there, and I didn't, I wasn't really into that, but it wasn't until Pink Print, the last album, that I really felt like, okay, I could, I could rock with this Nicki Minaj, if she rapping like this, if she's putting out records like this, this is something I could rock with, because before I felt like she was only making music for women, once I heard that album, I felt like, okay, she in her hip-hop bag a little bit more, it's less pop, she's not singing as much, I like this, and she was getting off on a lot of them shits, and you know, she had a lot of features in between there, um, and a lot of features on like Drake albums and, and Lil Wayne verses and shit. So I enjoyed, oh, and obviously the monster verse. So from there on, I became a fan per, you know, in a sense that I, I, I will check for her music a little bit more. Now it's been three years since pink print came out. And, and for me, that's a long drought for an artist to, to not come out with a, with a piece of work. You know, um, fans are usually checking for you at least every year to two years, if not, you know, sooner um, especially in this climate but I, I understand the bigger stars you know the stars on her level like the the jay-z's the beyonce's the kendrick's the drake's like they don't have to release an album every year because we still gonna get them on features we still gonna rock th- with they old shit you know what i mean we're not pressed to get an album from them every year so i, w- I wasn't concerned about it being every 12 months getting another album from her but to wait three years almost december would be three years from the, from when pink print was released it's a long gap, so I was really anxious to hear this album more than I've ever been anxious to hear a Nicki album because the last one I really enjoyed. Now, the album comes out, and I, I did like a lot of the records. Um, I still think Pink Print is a little bit better. It's just more my taste, uh, but I do enjoy the majority of this album. You know, I'm not going to sit here and trash it. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a classic either. It's just it's a really good album, really good album. Now, with her having a good album, and with her uh, having the solidified fan base that she's had for the last, I would say, 10 years at least, you would think she would feel a little more comfortable in her spot. And when I hear these interviews, I just watched the majority of her interview with Genius, and that was a great interview by Rob Markman. I didn't finish it. I'm going to finish it when I'm done with this show. But um, Rob Markman was asked some great questions. And uh, it was a good, it was a good vibe. He was asking great questions. It was a good vibe, and just seeing the love that she was getting from her fans. Now, mind you, obviously those are all uh, barbs, quote unquote, that are showing up to that. But the fact that she even has a loyal fan base to that level troubles. It troubles me even more why she's so damn insecure. Like she's sitting there and they're showing nothing but love from the beginning of the interview. They're rapping all her lyrics. As soon as she comes on stage and they play Chun-Li and the whole, the audience is getting in their rap bag. Everybody's standing up, got rapper hands and shit. And she still comes off as insecure a lot of times in this interview. For instance, um, you know, they talk about the monster verse and Rob is sitting there telling her, you know, like, 
you know that, that you know this is an iconic verse you know it's 10 years later it's still i'm mean, sorry almost 10 years later and it's still you know one of these verses people go back to and it's iconic and it's not old and we still enjoy it and i'll admit it i still enjoy that verse like that was an iconic ass rap verse and there's not only a few there's only a handful of rap verses that last forever and that's one of those verses that are definitely going to last forever now after he gives her all this praise and the crowd is rapping the whole verse and they had to stop them from rapping the whole verse she still felt the need to ask the crowd who do you know what other female rapper got a verse like that now rob had to stop her and say hey we're not doing all that we're not doing female rap right it's just rapper we're not going to segment you guys because that's how we start putting women up against each other and that's that's true that's why we say who the best female rapper who the best male rapper like we need to just put them all in one class it's just one class all right now aside from that aside from it being one class there's there's two different classes when you put it in that one class, right? They're all rappers, but then you got rappers that are MCs, and then you got rappers that are just rap artists. And those rap artists, I don't look at or are great as the same as the MCs because the MCs are the ones I'm expecting that write all their raps. Those are the ones that don't have reference tracks, you know what I mean? Those are the ones that we view as the top tier, top echel upper echelon of hip-hop. Now, for her to feel the need to come out and, and ask the crowd before Rob stopped her screams insecure to me. It's as if she wants to still hear from people that she is, you know, where she thinks she is in her head. And that you don't need that when, when you're at that her level of success. Why do you feel the need to ask other people what they think about you? You should already be so much in your I'm the shit bag that you don't give a fuck what people think. And ain't nothing they can tell you to make you think otherwise, you know what I mean, like, for instance, I'm a big Kobe fan, you guys know this, it don't matter what you set, what you tell Kobe, alright, my nigga don't need your approval, right, he gonna tell you I'm the greatest player ever, and I don't give a fuck who you say, I don't care who you are, I'm the GOAT, now you could look at him and think he crazy, right, but at the end of the day, it don't matter what you think, and that's what I think about about her. Like, if you really believe you're the greatest female MC or the greatest MC right now, right? And if you want to segment it and say female, that's fine. If you say you're the greatest female MC, you are you are you're already in front of thousands of people that agree with you. So why do you feel the need to get that extra pub? That's that's all I'm trying to understand. Like, have enough security in yourself to know that look, I do this shit, I write my shit, and I'm the goat. Now, aside from that. I can't help but but think, right? And we all got to agree on this. I can't help but think that every time she asks these kind of questions or every time she get, takes a dig at artists that don't write their own shit, which I find ironic because Drake has been caught not writing his own shit on a couple tracks. But anyways, I digress. Um, for her, every time she asks this question, we all obviously know she's taking a dig at Cardi B, right? Like, we all know that. And... I think the problem is, you know, there's been a disconnect over the last couple years between not Nikki and her fan base because her fan base is going to be loyal. Like they ain't going nowhere. Right. That's what fans are. They're fanatics. And but there's a disconnect between her and the casual rap fan and not even the casual rap fan, but the hip hop fan. Right. As a hip hop fan. I just I just care about good music. I don't give a fuck who you are. I don't care what you look like. I don't care. I don't care. I just want to hear good bars. I just want to hear good music and I want to hear good hip hop. Right. But when she's carrying herself in this way, that's so unlikable on Twitter. 
right? Getting into beef. Like, why are you still beefing with Safari? Nah, this ain't the podcast where I discuss that kind of shit, but that's weird, right? When you get into these public feuds with, with DJs and you get into these public feuds with other other artists and in particular female artists, right? And you always come across as the bully in every scenario, whether you're trying to or not, whether it's fair or not, she's always coming across as this bully. It's hard for the fans of hip hop to really feel connected to your music when you're out here acting crazy. At least for me, when you're out here acting crazy, I'm not checking for your album as much because I feel like you just want attention. I feel like you're not you you're not in the lab like I want you to be. And then when the music drops and the music is kind of underwhelming, right? Not to say her album's underwhelming because the album is, is really good, but the singles that were coming out. Especially the, uh, I don't even remember the shit that came out where she was dissing Remy last summer and they thought that was going to be a single and nobody was rocking with it. I don't even remember the name of the song now. But like when you're releasing tracks like that and you're you're d- dealing with all this nonsense away from the music and I don't love the music that you are releasing, this gap, this segment is just going to get wider and wider and I'm going to feel more disconnected from you as an artist. And all I ever want to feel is somewhat connected to the music and the artist that I'm listening to because that's the best way to really enjoy that music, right? Um, so if you haven't heard Queen, I will say you should check it out. Uh, there are a couple standout tracks. I love the track Chun Sway with Sway Lee. I think it's called Chun Sway or Chun... Yeah, Chun Sway. Um... I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs. Probably my favorite song on the album. I feel like that kid, everything he's been on lately has been fire, but she does her thing on that song as well. And I don't know the names of all the songs right now because I'm really bad at that, but I'm going to try and pull it up. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, Because, you know, there are a couple of tracks on this album that I do enjoy and I will go back to. Pretty much anything after track number seven um, or track number six, because at seven, she got a track with The Weeknd called Thought I Knew You, which I like a lot. Um, Chun Sway's Fire, LLC is hard, but again, felt like another a lot of jabs at Cardi, who don't be bothered. Like, Cardi is, y'all not the same artist. We understand Cardi is a is a pop artist, and she's an artist that, quote unquote, don't write her own raps. I'm not going to claim to know, obviously. Um, and you say that you do write your own raps. I'm going to take you at your word on that. So if that's the case, y'all not the same rapper. You don't have to defend yourself against her. I don't even want to have to pick because honestly, if I had to pick albums, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Cardi's album. Her album was better to me, but that don't mean that I like that she's better than you, you know? And, um, I think Nikki just needs to calm down a little bit, let go of some of the, um, animosity and feelings of insecurities that she's feeling listening to other artists and other female artists, Cardi in particular, do their thing and get their coins. And, you know, at the end of the day, y'all need to be uplifting each other. Um, and there shouldn't be a beef between y'all anyway. But uh, even more songs, you know, there's a couple songs towards the end of the album, which I really enjoyed. The Coco Chanel, Foxy Brown feature was okay. I mean, I liked the beat. And I loved the way Nicki rapped on it. I didn't I didn't like what Foxy was doing there. I was really excited to hear it because, I, you know, we haven't heard Foxy in years. And that's a legend in my book. Um, but it's it's hard to to hear her in this state. Um, it's not terrible. It's just I don't know that that song didn't really do it for me. Um, but so yeah, check out Queen if you haven't. Let me know what you think about Nicki Minaj and is she coming across as insecure to you? Um, make sure you guys you can shoot me an email at hot sixteen show at gmail.com. Any questions, any comments you may have, any opinions you may have, and you can all and I'll make sure I read them on the next podcast. And you can also you can also. Make sure you leave a review for the podcast. I know I've been gone for a while, but I'm so happy to be back. Like I said, 
Going forward, shows will be about 16 minutes long. This one's a little bit longer because I did have to give a little backstory and intro to what's been going on. Make sure you guys follow me on social media at StatelineJ on Instagram and on Twitter at StatelineJ underscore um, and on Instagram at StatelineJ no underscore. Uh, make sure you guys follow me. Let me know that you listen to the show. Leave a comment and make sure you visit youeverheardof.com and check out some of the up and coming artists you may not know you need to know. There may be some artists on there you do listen to, you are familiar with, but the goal is to get you introduced to some new artists that you may not know you need to know. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. Thank you for watching. Once again, my name is Stateline J. You just listened to Hot 16, the number one hip hop podcast in the world, and I'll be back next week.